guys, it's Eris and Bianca, and you're listening to It's Not Personal, a weekly podcast where we discuss the highs and lows of navigating life in our 20s. You ready? All right, let's do it. Hey guys, welcome back to another week. What's going on, B? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> we are officially into the second week of uh, March, third week. It's like a week and the first 10 days. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But definitely the first, <laughs> the first 10 days, so a week and a half. We are the first 10 days of the month, and we are grabbing this one by the horns because it is, because it is Women's History Month. Dun! You know, I didn't know Women's History Month was a thing until I was well out of high school. Neither did I. I had no idea it was even a thing. No. Which is crazy. Because we are women. Yes. You would think that other women would tell women, y'all, bro. We got a whole month. A whole and month. And it come after Black History Month, so you know it's, so you know it's important. Double the fun for us. So it is Women's History Month. I guess we didn't like narrow down what we wanted to talk about in no. regards to it being our month. No. So being a woman is pretty much <laughs> So I guess we can just talk about like how we feel empowered as women. Mm. Women history, some like facts that we've learned. Okay. Um, things like that. Well, um what I'm excited for is the Madam CJ Walker movie that's coming out. Okay. You know, I- she had the hot comb going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that is. She invented the hot comb, and um, I just asked my mom if we still had a hot comb in my house. <laughs> they still sell them at um our local beauty supply stores, and if you are don't know what a beauty supply store is, it's like a Sally's. Yeah, but swaggier. Yeah, wait, wait you can buy clothes there mm-hmm. sometimes. Shoes. Purses, shoes, lashes, lashes. <laughs> <laughs> But she invented the hot comb, and any little black girl who had to get their hair straightened ever in their life. Easter. Easter specifically. My mom would bring out the hot comb a lot on church holidays. My mom mom didn't straighten my hair a lot as a kid. She just did, like, she just did my natural hair all the time, or my hair, my grandma braided my hair. But when she pulled out that hot comb, I'm going to say... A solid six times a year, and it wasn't normally like church. Like she would just put my hair in like a bun on top of my head for mm-hmm. church. But when she pulled it out, I knew it was gonna be a long morning. Yes. <laughs> you just get so nervous yes. when yes. they bring the hot comb to your head because if you don't know what a hot comb is, <laughs> it's exactly how it sounds. A comb that is hot as hell that you put. On the stove. Yep. They have not evolved <laughs> since Miss Madam CJ invented them. No. Oh, you know, we had an electric one at one time. Okay. That you plugged into the wall. But, but most of the time, the two ninety nine ones that your mom would buy because nobody buying a $15.99 hot yeah. comb, you put it on the stove or... On the fire, y'all. I'm not talking about an electric stove. The fire is... You put that bad boy on there, your mom blowing the smoke. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let it. Oh, my mom loves grease. B and B, that blue grease. Oh, that that blue magic. Oh my gosh, my mom still to this day puts so much grease in her hair. So my hair was always super greased up. Don't let it be too much grease in your Ooh, hair. That's... 
or have your scalp sweating because my scalp sweat really bad. Oh, I used to be jumping. And your parents didn't have no mercy. It was no. you need to sit still. Oh, my mom used burnt. to put the back of it. Oh yeah, yes. And it cooled down. Yes. A little bit. I got. I remember I had a burn like right here. Yes. She didn't let it cool down the most. Although that stuff is fine, my worst fear with the hot comb was my mom asking me to hold down my ear <sighs> because not only would my ear, my ear will be protected, right? But what about my fingers? You know what my mom did? She let me use the grease cap to cover my ear. <sighs> so my fingers wouldn't be up there. It would hit the grease cap. You just put that on your ear. Because I used to be like, no, no, no. I'm not holding that. I'm not you protecting not about my to ear for my hands. I'm not choosing. Because if I got you, to. I got another ear. I remember the first time I ever got my hair pressed with a hot comb. My mom let me go to the shop. I probably was like five. She let me go to the shop the same way that did her hair. And when I tell you this old lady laid my hair out. <laughs> Where the hot comb? I'm going to have to find a picture. I'm talking about lay. You could not tell me nothing. The pic, I was posing, showing out. She gave me a half up, half down, the up, half curls. Oh, that was 99 if you was five. That was. That you was know. a good year. You know. it was good. That was <laughs> early two thousands was good. It was a good year to be. A, it was a good year to be a kid. I feel like that press lasted a solid month. Your mom just keep putting rollers in it. It'll last. <laughs> I don't know. Being a woman, though, it just embodies so many things, and you don't realize it until you get older. Yes. Like as a kid, you're like, "Oh, I'm a girl." I'm like, yeah. you're surrounded by women, but when you become a woman, mm -hmm. you like. I really make this shit happen. Like, right. I really make life happen around here. <laughs> it's not something that you really... I mean, my mom told me, you know, about different things about becoming a woman, but it's hard to kind of explain because every woman's experience is different. Like, mm -hmm. like how Eris said, like, a lot of women can't have kids. So, mm -hmm. like, that messes up them thinking that this is what I was, you know, placed on this earth to do. This is what most women can do and I can't. Mm -hmm. So... But what I'm trying to say is, is that, yes, your parents teach you, you know, your moms and dads teach you how to be successful adults and your mom and your dad help you become the women, the woman that you are. But that shit really just happens overnight. <laughs> and no matter what you do or how much your parents prepare you, it really is just something that you have to come into yourself. Mm -hmm. Like your mom can tell you like, you know, about periods and, and, and things like that. But once you start your period at whatever age, and that's what's crazy about it. Like if you start your period, I mean, some girls start their periods at nine. Some of them start that's them, what I was. Some of them start them like later in life. I don't think I was, I think I was like in the eighth grade when I started my period. But, but imagine the conversation that you have with your, at that time your mom telling you, you know, you can have kids. Now. Right. That's what the <laughs> point I was trying to make. So Mother Nature is telling you that you at nine, mm -hmm. you could possibly bear a child. You're like, what? How? How I'm getting one of those <laughs> at nine? And at nine, you're not thinking of it that way because you're nine. Yeah. And especially if you don't have to be, your parents don't, you know, succumb you to having to grow up early, which I don't think that me or um, Eris's parents um, were those types of parents. I know that my mom didn't forced me to grow up early. My mom was, 
crime on you only get to be a child once. Mm-hmm. It's the shortest part of your life. Only 18 years. <laughs> Enjoy it. <laughs> so be the age that you are at the age you are. So, so it's not that, you know, your parents don't say like you can be a mom now at, at nine or whatever, but they explain to you in layman's terms in nine-year-old vocabulary what's going on with your body. But then when you look back at it, like Eris just said, I was nine when I started my period. That means I could have had kids. You literally could have. And when my mom was saying this, sitting on the bed, I was not paying attention to that. Right, because I'm you're like, nine. What? what? How do you, you even have kids? kids? <laughs> right. What are you talking kids. about? I can have kids. How? Can I still go to the sleepover? No. <laughs> Is that what you were saying? Like, am I allowed to go or no? Like, it's crazy. When you say, like, it happens overnight, it really does. Like, when you realize. Yes. Like, oh, I'm. Like I'm, I'm a grown woman. Yes, it really does happen overnight. I swear, I was probably like, like t- twenty four. Like this just <laughs> happened. Like twenty three, twenty four. I'm gonna say twenty three. It was like wow. Like I'm a grown woman. I'm still waiting for that to happen for me. It's coming. I'm not gonna lie. Like every day I wake up, I think like, wow. Like this shit has happened so fast. Like. <laughs> I remember Eris's uh, birthday I went to when we were in like elementary school. I remember <laughs> like going to different high school events. I remember like this stuff is just kind of so vivid to me. It's like there's no way that that shit is over. Yeah. So it hasn't happened to me where I feel like I'm a super adult. I don't feel Eris says all, we both say all the time like how old we are, but I tell have to a couple times I have to remind Eris like we're still young. Though. Yeah. And it can be hard because it has happened so fast. We'll both be 26 this year. And it's like, but no, I just want to stay 25. It needs like, yeah. well, wait a second. <laughs> it's just moving too fast. Like, so fast. Maybe next year I'll be ready to be 26. <laughs> but not this one. Not this one. I'm not ready to be that yet. I'm not ready to, to be that. And I don't know if it's because... Like, my psyche is telling me, like, Bianca, okay, it's time for you to grow up now. Because I don't want to. What do you think? (laughs) Okay. I think my problem is, because I can't see just 26. I have to see 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. That's how my brain works. So, because you don't see, like... 26 is not a thing in your head. No. You're like, I'm 25. Yes. Even if somebody said, Bianca, you're almost 26, she'd be like, no, I'm 25. Because I am. <laughs> because, and maybe that's just because that's what is my mom engraved in me. <laughs> like, you only have 18 years to be a child. And after that, you'll have the rest of your life to be an adult. So in my head, I have the rest of my life to be all these other ages. <laughs> but for now, I'm just 25. So you can't even vision your life at 30 because no because I can't even think I can't even think of myself being <laughs> I mean I know I'm gonna turn 30 duh I know I'm gonna turn 50 but I know I'm gonna die. crazy yes to somebody who I that's what I'm saying like I at one point like I remember I was driving in my car and I'm thinking okay at 30 I feel like I'll be an adult <laughs> because I remember our <laughs> podcast for my 25s I said I feel like I'm an actual adult, but I renege because I don't feel like that. <laughs> and that's an issue that I have because I don't feel like a woman. You still feel like you're growing into yeah. being a woman. Yeah. 
even though I know that I am and I'm pretty mature if I, if I'm asking myself, yeah. but I just am not ready to get older. And that's what it is. I'm not, I don't mind aging and I don't mind. Cause that's a part of like, like, like I've seen my mom grow. My mom had me when she was 27. So I've seen my mom be 27 for the past, I mean, 27 to the age she is for the past 25 years. So clearly it happens, mm-hmm. but I don't, I know, so I know it's going to happen and I'm not scared. I just, I kind of want to hold on to what I am now because I know that for the rest of my life, I'll be an adult. <laughs> I'll have all these ages to look right. up. I have all these <laughs> things to look forward to. I don't know. Everything make me have a slight panic attack. So just, I'm like, dang, I was just telling my mom, it's like, how did we become 26? Like how, what? Path that I go down that was too fast that got me to twenty six. You was doing eighty and a sixty fucking ticket. Yes, yes. We didn't. We didn't slow down, and I, and I just needed to slow down. But that's not and live and just. But that's slow not, down. But apparently, that's not how it works. Clearly, clearly, that shit will keep going. The moon needs to go around two times. <laughs> I mean, the Earth needs, needs to go around. Two times. These leap year kids be living it up. Yes. <laughs> because they mentally, in their head, they know they only seven. They know they is. Chilling. Chilling. <laughs> what if you, what is one thing that you learn from a woman? So mom, grandma, aunt, cousin, sister, that you still like you take with you every day like one thing they told you it could be anything so <clears throat> i don't i mean i know where it's from and this may seem like kind of kind of silly because the way me and eris phrase it it can be as in a silly manner but i grew up in a semi like a super religious family but then a, a semi religious household like my mom is a preacher's uh, daughter so she once she got out of her parents house she didn't kind of force church every Sunday in our household but um I was really you know big on God and my belief and stuff and Eris told me this and she said her my dog is barking <laughs> he scared me he's <laughs> not right <laughs> but Eris told me this so I'm assuming that her mom told me and I've learned a lot of stuff but I feel like the most the thing that I can relate to now more than ever is prayer don't work unless you do. That was going to be mine. Because growing up in a household and in a family where we pray about it, like I'm praying for you, or, you know, like when my family was at odds, my mom would say, you know, that they're still praying for you. You know, that they still have your back in that way. And so prayer was just such a big thing in my family. So when Eris told me that your mom told you that your mom, your mom that, says yeah. that. So that's something that's that I've like really learned to encapsulate because it gives you without saying too much, it gives you a very um, vague idea of how prayer works mm-hmm. because I, you could think like, Oh, I pray and then it will come true like a wish, but that's not how it works. I think she just dumbed it down for me. I think it is in the Bible. Faith without works is faith without works is dead. It's James two fourteen to twenty six. So that's what that verse is mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Um, 
That was going to be mine, too. My mom told me that at a time where I was still a kid. And she'd be like, just because you pray for it don't mean it's going to happen. You ain't did nothing. <laughs> you think he's going to give you something you pray for? You ain't did nothing and I to feel, support right. that. And I feel like as a child, that's a really good one because you just pray that you do good on your test, <laughs> yes. even though you know you didn't study. You did not study. And it was something so simple like that. And I'm like, well, you said you got to pray. Yes. But I also said you got to work. Prayer without work is, is dead. She just had to, she dumbed it down to a kid's level, but you just take that with you. Like, I'm just praying for this stuff. I ain't did one thing. Right. One thing to show him how that I really wanted and I'm working towards it. That your effort and my effort gonna meet in the middle. Nothing. Not a damn thing. <laughs> Nothing. But there are plenty of things that that's just what sticks with me now or what sticks with us now. But I of course there's plenty of things. Of course, we've made it to these 25 years with you know, our, we both have our moms and we both have great relationships with our moms. So I can speak for us and knowing that our moms kind of prepared us to the best of their extent because they didn't know how we were going to be as women. They didn't know (laughs) how um, strong-minded or if we were going to be not strong-minded or if we were going to be like, no matter what they could have done, right. Eris's parents have been together forever. My mom has been in, you know, a lot of relationships, but she, you know, kind of my, when my father died, she met, married my stepdad. And at some point she let me know that you have this strong connection with your stepdad. So this is who you can go forward. So she always makes sure that I didn't feel like a man was needed or I was missing attention from a man. She never told me that she never put it in the air that my father was was dead, even though my father is is dead and has been dead for like 20 he died when I was four. So 21 years, she never made me feel like I didn't have a dad. So I feel like they, our parents prepared us for being women, but they just kind of stepped out on a ledge to say, I hope she is the woman that I want her to be. Yeah. Let you <coughs> mold, help you, give you the tools to be the best woman. Right. And- Take these and let me see who you become. And hope you can learn from the mistakes that I made. Mm-hmm. Rather, I told you, you know, Ooh. the mistake or you physically seen me make a mistake. I physically seen my mom in, you know, five or six relationships since I could remember. Mm-hmm. And I knew that's not what I wanted for myself. My mom, you know, knew that that she didn't want that for me. Mm-hmm. So she didn't have to tell me, Bianca, don't do this. I seen, oh, this is what my mom is going through in her, all these relationships she's, you know, trying to figure out. And that's not what I want. I think um, <clears throat> for me, mine is, <clears throat> I guess mine is just a little bit more shallow. My mom always told me um, it's important to be a girl's girl. It's important to be supportive of other girls, to be friends with other girls. Mm-hmm. And um, she's the one who brought to my attention, like, when girls say that they're not friends with other girls, that's not, like, a that's not a fun thing. Like, that's not a good thing. It's important to be friends with other women. That's how you build yourself. How do you know what, it, what's, what it's like to be a woman? Or how do you know how important it is um, to have a relationship with women when you don't surround yourself with them? Right. So I learned that at a very young age that I wanted to be a girl's girl. Like I wanted to have be friends with girls, and I never wanted to be a person like, oh, I'm not friends. I don't, I don't, I don't get along with girls. Like how, bitch, you're a woman. Right. How don't you get along with girls? <laughs> like you're the problem. So for sure, um, my mom told me that. I think my mom also told me how, or 
taught me, and I don't, not even just my mom, like even my mom's mom, because she had my mom when she was 16, and my grandfather was a lot older than her, and she always says, like, I had no business being with that man, <laughs> like, right? I, she risked it all, like, risked <laughs> it all, was put out her parents' house for being with this adult man, so be responsible for your own actions like hold yourself accountable like nobody else you can't hold nobody else accountable for your actions Eric's gotta be accountable for her own actions at all times like even as a kid when me and my brother would be doing stuff don't point your, don't say what he did tell me what you right. did tell me your side what did you do so <sighs> um how to be a, an accountable human being just all yeah. around I feel like I feel like women also have to stand for themselves and mm-hmm. stand for being a woman. Yep. I don't know what it's like to be a teenager this 2020, 2019. I mean, I'm 25. I haven't been a teenager in the past like six or seven years. But I know that when we were in high school, I had friends who were having sex and I had friends who were doing things. I had friends who had kids in their teenage teenage years. Like Eris's grandma had her mom um, young. My aunt and my grandma had their kids young. So I knew that they did that by having sex. So the only way to omit not having kids in high school is to not have (laughs) sex. And that was okay for me because I wasn't super boy crazy, but I stood for it. Mm -hmm. I stood for this is what I want. I don't want to have sex. At first it was like, okay, I don't want to have sex until I'm married because that's, that was my goal. Like I'm 18 that's that's what it is. That's what I'm focused on. And that's my reason. Mm-hmm. I want to be with one man. So that was my, you know, lane. And sometimes as a woman or even as a man, like you have to have your reason and make that your laser focus. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what I want. This is what I want for myself as a woman. And this is what I want future generations of mine to know. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the path I took. Right. And she was laser focused about it. So I think as women, you have to find a stance and stay strong in your stance because women can can find themselves being in love with a man and, and manipulated or, you know, being in a friendship and being manipulated or making you feel like something that sh- a decision that you made is not a, a good decision. Mm-hmm. There was not a point in my life where I felt like friends I've, <laughs> I've had, you know, didn't support my decisions or I had to give into peer pressure, but I'm also, you know, strong-minded and knew what I wanted. And I feel like that comes with being a woman. Women are just naturally strong. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of women that have been through plenty of things and overcome them every mm-hmm. day and can, you know, get right back on the horse and start riding it again. So I feel like you, once you have a focus and you have something that you want, you can't really stop a woman from doing that because, Women are strong, are so strong. Yeah. I totally agree. I think this is a month to like surround yourself with other women, be supportive of each other. Um, even if it's just like a hey girl, like you're doing great in school, or right. Hey Ma, thank you so much for uh sending me fifteen dollars. You know, I really needed that. <laughs> right. Whatever it is. Some way show that you support another woman, even the guys. Please tell a woman in your life how important she is. Mm. Your daughters, that's the best time to start it. Yes. Is when they're young. Tell them how important they are. So that it's no nobody There's, can never tell them. 
that they, you know, I already know. My dad already told me for the first 25 years of my life, he told me that. So that's not the one that's going to get me. It's got to be something else. Um, Yeah. It's a great time to be a woman. It is. It's a great time to be a woman. <laughs> not that it was ever a bad time to be one. <laughs> well, there <that's> was. <laughs> but uh, as far as we know, it's been um, a pretty good 25 years of becoming women. And we hope that you, you know, learn something and really appreciate your, you know, your worth as a woman. Because, look, men can't do it with us. <laughs> that's just what it is we they can we make or break their world that's what you gotta period. remember we make or break their world period and it's that simple that's all and that is the word <laughs> that is a word because they would just be lost they would and you gotta remind them that sometimes never forget that i can make or break your world today however you want today yes. to go we can let, let me know because i can text you <laughs> Every hour on the hour, some bullshit. <laughs> if you don't act right. You don't act right. And they know. They know in their heart that's true. And I bet you they change their attitude. <laughs> that's just a little, a little advice for the week. Take it with you. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Please make sure you subscribe. Uh, follow us on Instagram. I'm Aris Danielle. And I'm Bianca Shravon. And don't forget to check out our Instagram, Aris and Bianca, if you don't want to follow us separately. Definitely follow us there. We're almost at 300 followers. We Ooh. were at 299, but... I guess some people just, you know, left us, but that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. God has a plan. And that's it for today. Happy uh, Women's History Month. Is that what you said? Happy? Yeah. Happy Women's History Month. Bye, y'all. Bye. <sighs>